episode number 360. If the universe wasn't talking to me, or I just wasn't listening loud enough, I don't know. So I, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it big. And I, I promised myself one year, 12 adventures. Every month, I would go on a different adventure. Nice. It changed my life. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, uh, ready to bring you some fuego in your days, night, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. Uh, but after this show, I think you're going to think about life a little bit different and the fact that maybe chocolate made you do it. Uh, and basically talking about someone that has, uh, you know, inspiring others, not only in her own life, but now through a book called Wanderlust, uh, Miss Devin Warner. Devin, are you ready to be real? Uh, I'm so ready to be real, Travis. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Uh, just so you guys know a little bit more about Devin, she is an author a world traveler, which I love traveling, man. I miss traveling so much. Uh, a physical therapist and a lover of all things chocolate. Uh, yeah, and she's a, you know, she's a native folks of the Rutgers area, uh, but now she's living out in North Carolina, like we were talking about. She's a huge fan of the the uh, the Blue Devils. Uh, but but talk to me a little bit about your journey. Obviously, with the love of chocolate, we kind of can all relate to that. Um, but take me into your journey of obviously this wonderlust, uh, if you want to call it, for life. And, uh, and take us and talk about your story. Yeah. So, yes, big fan of chocolate. Um, and this story is a little bit about chocolate changing your life. So um, I grew up in an uh, area right outside of Philadelphia in South Jersey. Um, lived there my entire life. Um, went to school system there. And when I was in um, high school there, really had this strong urge. I wanted to travel the world. And that's, that's mm -hmm. what I was going to do with my life. Um, I wanted to see places, go places, and just really leave my mark on the world. Right. Um, kind of got through doing life a little bit, went to college, um, was an athlete in college, played sports, really kind of dug into to that. And I don't know if you know much about kind of the sports scene, but it takes up a lot of your free time. So absolutely uh, training yeah. practices after therapy. Uh, if you do it right, you got to do spend a lot of time, uh, you know, like LeBron James and some of these greatest athletes in the post therapy and the physical therapy, whether that's getting a massage or ice baths and all these different things. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so it really um, took away my ability to spend some free time traveling. Usually gotcha. all of my traveling was related to kind of where my next sporting contest was or the next tournament. Um, so that took me all the way up through college and mm -hmm. I, I loved being an athlete. It was an identity for me and who I was. So, you know, I, I just enjoyed it and then, uh, kind of got injured in the process and, mm -hmm. and that, that was really devastating, kind of changed my identity in that sense. Um, so then I joined the working world and, uh, kind of spent some time working in corporate America, really didn't like it. Uh, went back to school and decided to become a physical therapist because wow, you know yeah. I wanted to to work with athletes. That that was the thing, Travis. I, I wanted to if I couldn't be an athlete, I was going to work with them, help them get better, help them get you know back on the field, back on the court. Yes. Um, but in the midst of all that, you know, life kind of got to me. Didn't do much traveling. Um, was going through PT school, 
came out of it with some different experiences. So, so I started mm-hmm. the week before I started PT school, I, I lost my mom to oh, uh, wow. breast cancer. Mm. Yeah. So, so that kind of changed my direction a little bit. And then Absolutely. while I was in PT school, I lost my brother-in-law who was like one of my best friends. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that changed my route. Sports was not my thing at that point. I wanted to go on and, and do something bigger and better. So I got working in, in the hospital system and started being gotcha. therapists, uh, in the hospital system. Got you. Yeah. So then I moved to North Carolina and, and got a job working in uh, an intensive care unit down here in North Carolina. And, you know, when I turn around and look back, so much life had passed me by and, and all my travels were gone and right. I didn't really know where I was or what I was doing. Uh, so so it all led up to kind of this, I'd like to say midlife crisis, maybe a little earlier than midlife crisis. Right. I was working in the intensive care unit one day. I had probably four patients my age or younger come in massive strokes, like really bad shape. And Oh my God. Yeah. It it was devastating. Right. Cause you see your own mortality in that moment. And I, I came home from that weekend. It also happened to be the same week that was the anniversary of my mom's death. And Mm. so I was just not in a good place. And I was going through, I actually sat down to kind of rewrite my will that day. So I went through my safety deposit box and in the process of doing that, I came across my passport and it had expired the year before. And Travis, there was not a single stamp in it, Mm. nothing. So, so at that point, you know, I had the emotions of coming out of a tough day at work dealing with all the stress and reminders of, of my past. And I'm sitting here looking at this book, wondering where has the time gone and what have I done with my life? Like right. if I was laying in that hospital bed, would I be happy with what I've done and what I haven't done? Mm. And I really started to think about what, why, why haven't I done the things that I always set out to do? And it was just a laundry list of excuses that, at the end of the day, just didn't add up. And, and so that, that sparked the wanderlust. Um, I I was like, all right, you know what? No more excuses. I'm going to do this. I'm going to travel and and see the world. And, uh, you know, so I sat down at a computer and I started looking to like book some trips and like make this happen. And of course, as you know, when you sit down and you start giving yourself a little bit of time to think about things. Right. You start to talk yourself out. of. <laughs> yep. I was sitting there and I'm beginning to talk myself out of, of this new, you know, epiphany that I'd come to. And I reached over, I was eating a, a little thing of, uh, I don't know if you ever had the dove chocolates with like those inspirational messages on them. Oh, there you go. Yes. I've seen them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I picked up one of those and, you know, I was ready to close my computer I unwrapped the chocolate and I, I put it in my mouth and I looked at the paper and Travis, it said, book the flight. Wow. And and so it was meant to be, it was meant to be. So I hit the button and I, I was at that point, if the universe wasn't talking to me or I just wasn't listening loud enough, I don't know. So I, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it big. And I, I promised myself one year. 12 adventures every month, I would go on a different adventure. Nice. And, and it 
it changed my life. I, I started saying yes to things I would have said no to. Um, and it kind of took me all over the world, brought me back. Uh, and I just, I was a different person after that experience. Wow. I learned a lot more about the importance of being in the moment and kind of how that would carry through. So that's kind of how, how it all started. Isn't that crazy? It's also one of those things, like you said, being in the moment, because uh, a lot of times you could just open that chocolate and have thrown it away and not seen that. And it might not have changed your life. So folks, just remember the things that are around you, the signs, the, uh, the things the world is, the universe is telling you that yeah. uh, don't ignore those things. You know, it's very important. So then take me into uh, your inspiration then for writing a physical book, a book called Wanderlust. The chocolate uh, made me do it. If something yes. is as simple as a piece of chocolate could change your life, would you let it? Yes. So the book kind of came about um, when I went, started traveling, I always knew I was going to kind of chronicle my journeys just so I had something to kind of remember it by to be able to look back and, and look at all the different things I got to do. Right. Um, so, so I kind of kept a little bit of a blog along the way and, you know, I got through that year. Um, and after, you know, you kind of get those uh, romanticized type feelings, you come out of it and um, you're on top of the world. And, and so that was me. I was living the dream and uh, I've had a new sense of self and, opened myself up to being in a relationship and life was good and things were going well. And then um, I'm not sure if you heard this, but then a pandemic hit. Yes. Um, and so, <laughs> so I couldn't travel anymore. Um, the relationship was kind of going in a different way. And I found myself right back into that, that pit of like, just not recognizing myself and not, feeling like I had a purpose again and just, just really stuck in a rut. Right. Um, and, and so at that point I kind of went through this process of how do you deal with those emotions? And for me, writing had always been an outlet. It was always a way for me to kind of process what I was going through. So I started writing and in the process of writing and reflecting on my year of travels and everything, I started to see these recurrent themes mm. that the more that they came into, into view, the more I started to realize that they were also in the world right around me. Like I didn't need to go to some exotic location or right. jump off a cliff or, or do something insane to be able to find those lessons that, that were really just always with me. Um, and it, it was those lessons that helped me get out of, of that funk and get through some of those really hard moments of being in the hospital in a pandemic and going through a relationship. And mm. the book just, it helped me come out on the other side, realizing that, that I was in a good place and that I actually had a lot to be grateful for. Um, and it, it helped kind of drive where I was at. So for me, the inspiration to write the book actually became wanting to share that with everyone else. Uh, I think it's really important when we're going through challenging times in our lives, like we look for others that have gone through similar circumstances and survived it and come out on the other side doing okay. And so for me, some of those lowest of low moments, I turn to the works of other authors, you know, and, and mm. people that had lived that experience. When my mom died, I was, became a huge fan of Cheryl Strayed because, you know, wild and, and hearing her tell her story and, and be okay. 
So the book for me was just a way for me to be able to put my story out there and show others that like you can go through all these difficult times and you don't need some crazy exotic adventure. These moments are right here with us and we're surrounded by, if we just listen to what the universe is telling us, like we're going to be okay. Right. Um, Yeah. I say like, uh, like there's like probably 50 things you could do like a right around you within maybe like 50 or 20 miles of you that you haven't done before, you know? And, uh, that, 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 you know, obviously the crazy year of 2020 kind of taught us that you could get on the road and be around you, you know, not, you can't travel as far, you know, you can't hop on a plane because you can't go to certain places, but there's so many things, whether that's in your own life, um, or whether that's, like I said, just in your own area that exists that you just have to kind of explore and then say, Oh, I'm going to try this. You know, I'm going to go do something I've never done before. Um, you know, because it's right around the corner from you, you know, and uh, I think that's the other blessing we're starting to realize too, is that a lot of this stuff is right around the corner from us. Uh, and, uh, you know, my pick up a fun, fun, couple fun things to do just by going out and exploring and, uh, not everything you're going to love. Let's just be real. You know, not every place you go and travel, you love, um, uh, but at least you experienced it. And then you can pick your favorites, you know, pick your favorites. Uh, so then also the best place for people to support you is in the, uh, at, at, on the Indiegogo, which is one of my favorite new, uh, ways of supporting, uh, whether it's a business or whether you're supporting a cause entrepreneurship, uh, and it looks like you're getting close to your goal here. It looks like uh, we're we're getting very close to our goals with 16 days left. So we need some support. We need to push this out and uh, and get you uh, all those backers. Uh, so we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, so make it easy on y'all uh, in the show notes. But now, my friend, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Oh, Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube. Oh, that's a tough one. Depends uh, on the mood, right? Huh? It's like, oh, yeah, it depends on the mood and it depends on how much of my weekend I want to give up. There you go. Netflix so that's Netflix if you want to give it all. Because <laughs> you binge down it. Uh, Instagram or Facebook if you're thinking about social networks. Uh, so for me, it's got to be Facebook because I've got to connect with my family. I love that. Stay the family, keep connected. And if you're thinking about a good meal, chicken steak or an alternative, like a vegetable, things like that. Ooh, uh, I, I'm, I'm steak and potatoes, kid. There we go. Steak and potatoes. That sounds great. Uh, and uh, laptop or a smartphone? Which one do you prefer? Oh, I, probably my smartphone. I can take it anywhere with me. Mobile. I like that. Yeah. Take it mobile. Uh, and if you're thinking about content, music, things like that, Spotify or Pandora? Pandora. Pandora, the OG. The OG. Uh, and if you're thinking about kind of entertaining yourself, having some fun, movies or video games? Oh, so classic Nintendo. Like nice. I have the Nintendo NES in my house. That oh, is, that's awesome. Yeah. The that's, Duck that's, Hunt and all those fun games. Yes. Man, so I, I'm in the collectible business. And uh, had we had known how valuable those things would be sealed, you'd <laughs> want to buy it. You'd want to have uh, two of everything. Mom, please let me get two of that. I'm going to use one. Let's keep the other one sealed. Uh, there's a whole business around, guys. Wada Gaming, which is now by PSA, which is the, the number one grading company in the world. Um, literally you can like, some of these games are hundreds of thousands of dollars in mint condition because obviously no one thought of that. <laughs> and the rarity is, uh, is, uh, unbelievable and people care about it, you know, cause it's kind of nostalgic to your, you know, your childhood. So the old NES, I like that the old NES and then reading books or listening to books. If you're thinking about, uh, content absorption. Yeah. So I'm a reading books person and there you it's go. Gotta be, I've got to have the paper in my hand. I can't do gotcha. the Kindle or anything. Got you. Reading books. So get the physical. And if you're thinking about diversifying the uh, portfolio, 
Stocks or real estate do you prefer? Uh, real estate. Real estate. Yes. Let's get something physical. You can live in it. I like it. And for a vacation, because we all deserve a dang vacation. And I know you, the wanderlust, wants to go on another vacation abroad or somewhere. Which one would you choose, an ocean or a lake? Uh, ocean. Ocean. What ocean would you want to go to if you hop on a plane today? You're out of here. Oh, man. Take me to New Zealand. New Zealand. Out there. Yeah. Right with like the- all these, it's because everything's locked down out there crazy, but like the Google guy has like his son coming through out there. I don't know if you guys are familiar. <laughs> a lot of the very, very wealthy people in uh, America escaped to New Zealand and uh, they um, also have a policy. Obviously, you can't be bringing people in, but if you're a, a trillion billionaire, uh, the Google guy, uh, he somehow got his son through with medical issues. Uh, you know how those things work, folks. When you got a little extra money, you can make things happen. But New Zealand, from what I hear, is the most beautiful place in the world. One of the most beautiful places in the world. Um, so when you were waking up uh, in the morning, Devin, for the day, getting ready, why do you love being you? Man, because I'm, I'm just living the dream, right? Like, Boom. life is good. I, I wake up in the morning and I, I get to do what I love. I got a breath in me and, you know... I'm just grateful. So, so it's easy to get up in the morning. I love that. And just so you guys know, my business, one of my businesses is called Dream Sports Cards and it's living the dream. So that's synchronicity right there, folks. We literally say we're living the dream every day because uh, not only for our customers, but I always wanted to have a sports card shop when I was a kid. And now we do. It's really yeah. cool. Um, and tell me this. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of entrepreneurship, writing books, teaching, uh, you know, exploring the world? Uh, so no, man, I can't do stagnant, right? Like I've got to keep going. I got to be keep doing moving. something. So yeah, I mean, I just love, love to love, keep going. So that, that's what I'll be doing. And eating chocolate along the way is my style oh, too. Yeah, I mean, so what's your favorite style. chocolate brand? That's what we got to know. We got to know what's your favorite to- all time chocolate oh. brand. Oh man. That's you gotta, if you had to choose one. So I, I would probably have to go with a uh, bogus chocolate. Oh, like, that's a, sounds like a higher end chocolate. Nice. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah, it's good stuff. If you uh, if you buy my book, you can kind of partner it up with a, a chocolate. I saw that. Here, I saw so. that. That was a cool. That was a cool co-op. Uh, you guys get a certain level of support. You get some chocolate with it. So uh, that's yeah. very nice. Uh, I like that. It's a very interesting way of, of of marketing the book, promoting the book, and uh, making it an experience because it, it is like you said. You literally had your life changed from that moment, and uh, it's a fun way of kind of embracing that same thing for the for the readers, for the p- people that are backing you. Um, is there a skill right now you're trying to master? Is there something you're trying to get better at? Is there something you're trying to perfect or uh, just work at? Oh man. Uh, so I, my skill is just trying to perfect living life, right? Like, right. you know, nothing in particular, uh, maybe cooking a little bit. Nice. Okay. Not, not so great with that. I can do the hello fresh and that that's kind of, that's experience. fun. Yeah. Me and my wife decided to try to do that. Hello fresh. Try it out. Uh, you know, Add some variety, keep it simple. And uh, she's trying to make my life a little easier. So shout out to the wife uh, for making the hubby's life a little easier with the Hello Fresh. Uh, and uh, is there a favorite app or a tool that you either just gravitate to or you just love using on a daily or weekly basis? Yeah. So right now I'm kind of really a big fan of uh, Quip. Oh, okay. That's because that's where I'm doing a lot of my publishing work and things gotcha. like that. Um, and then Canva is kind of the Canva. new go-to. Love gotta, gotta love Canva when you're trying to get, uh, you know, some some cool images out there. Absolutely, artwork and uh, literally helps you guys, you know, quickly create 
um, like we do with our podcast, uh, the 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 uh, profile images of the show and things like that quickly and easily and don't have to get into two details and anyone can do it. It's a, a great platform. Canva. And then tell us a little bit about Quip. I am uh, not completely familiar with that one. Tell us a little bit more about that one. Yeah, so Quip is kind of like uh, the, the author's edition of like all things office suite. So got you. A spreadsheet platform. It's got like a chat and a document system. And mm. so you can kind of, it's like its own community where you can commute, communicate with everybody on the platform, um, house all your documents, share your content. Um, is it mostly like, authors? Is it mostly authors on the platform primarily? Um, so that's a great question for me. Yes. But I think that's because I'm using it with my author's program. Um, got so you, got you, got sure you. What other areas it's used for, but it's been great. I mean, I can put content out there, get it to my editors. They get access to it immediately. Um, it really lends itself to generating a community with some of the other authors in the the writing program. And so supporting each it. other and kind of helping each other get better. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. If you could sit down and uh, to a steak and potatoes dinner, obviously, because we like that uh, with anyone in the world, who do you want to sit down with uh, for dinner tonight? Oh, um, if I could sit down with anyone in the world, I would probably want to sit down and chat with Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, tell us about Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah, I, I mean, so she, uh, you know, author of Eat, Pray, Love mm -hmm. and then, you know, hit the main screen with it. Um, but so she's got a really unique story. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that's interesting with her is, right, like, everybody knows the Eat, Pray, Love story and they know kind of the the happy ending with her her romance and everything, but a lot of people don't know kind of what came next for her. Mm -hmm. And um, so she actually left that relationship, fell in love with a woman, had an incredible relationship um, with someone at after she had already thought that that everything was figured out. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I would just love to be able to hear her perspective on like what what the happy ending was after the happy ending. Right. Um, you read all these fairy tales and it's like you ride off into the sunset. And, and when you're a kid and you're growing up with that mindset of like, that's what the perfect life looks like. And that's the perfect happy ending. Mm. You often forget that the, no, that doesn't have to be, that's just the ending to that chapter. Right. And then there can be a whole nother chapter after that can be just as wonderful. And, uh, extraordinary. And so I would love to sit and just pick her brain about all of that process. I love that. I love that. Uh, because we are evolving every seven years. They say we're physically evolving. Taste changes, preferences change things where there's things we're going to always like, but then things about us change. And we, uh, you know, hopefully I always say, uh, you know, look to get better, look to learn and get push ourselves because things are always getting, uh, more futuristic, more advanced. And, uh, you know, per certain parts of it, Hey, you got to keep your phone away. You know, it's addicting, but certain parts of it, you got to know how to use the damn phone, you know? So it's kind of like that blend. And, and, uh, there's a piece to obviously just being who you want to be, you know, uh, don't feel forced to learn something if you don't want to learn it. But I love your story. I love that. Literally you took a piece of chocolate and not only obviously the chocolate, but that's just the epiphany of the moment to change your life mindset. And literally you're looking at a different person than you would be prior to that. So I appreciate all your hard work and effort. Also, where is your favorite place on social to hang out as well? Uh, just so we can uh, send more people there. Uh, we're going to send yeah. them to the Indiegogo, but uh, any other places for you, them to follow you? 
Yeah. So I've got, um, my Instagram is high rate and wanderlust. Gotcha. Um, so, so that's also linked to my Indiegogo page there and same thing on Facebook, high rate and wanderlust, gotcha. which I don't know if you're familiar with, with what that phrase means, no. but high rate is, um, the term for it's a Gaelic term for homesick for a place that no longer exists. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so, very uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I read that on, it was written on a, a bar at a wine bar I went to. And I was wow. like, that's an interesting word. Let me look that up. Right. Uh, and just, yeah, that that kind of just resonated with me. Um, so yeah, so homesick for a place that no longer exists. Wow. And then wanderlust, this like love of wanting to wander and, and travel. And so, uh, awesome. yeah, that, that's kind of been been my mantra, my home. And right now. For all of my, my social media. Well, I, I appreciate and love the energy that you brought to this show today. I love your story. I truly think we're going to get you to your goal here. But beyond that, I know that you even have bigger and bigger, bigger dreams. Um, as we all, I tell every single guest, the world is full of abundance. Let's just be real. And you deserve it. Your soul and energy provides that for your uh, for the people that are gravitated to you and your message. And I think we can just get more and more people to you continually over time. I'm looking forward to seeing your, your adventures and your exploration as I follow you on Instagram. Uh, but folks, you've been hanging out with Miss Devin Werner and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us, realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out, and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.